All right, what's going on, my Credit Warrior family? I hope all of you are doing well today. Today's topic is going to be charge-offs and collections, <coughs> which I, a lot of people here uh, in America deal with. It's a common problem. We all have, so don't worry. We're going to get through it. I'm going to help you out. Uh, again, my name is Eric. My email is info at blcreditrepair.com. Also, I always forget to mention this. You can follow us on Facebook. Sometimes I do some videos on there um, at Blue Line Credit Repair. Same thing with Instagram, Blue Line Credit Repair. Um, and I try to help everybody out there. We're also on YouTube, Blue Line Credit Repair. And I'll do some informational videos on there too. So make sure you follow those and subscribe and all that good stuff. And hopefully we can um, help you out there. As always, feel free to email understand that when we do these podcasts it's kind of hard to explain to somebody over a podcast on how to do things um, you know emails better having the forms in front of you knowing what to fill out you know as I always state we're, we'll sell those forms if you ask us to we're gonna sell a package of them um, on every letter that you'll need but trying to do this on a podcast sometime is hard I try to explain it as clear as I can. I have notes in front of me. I have paperwork here where I try to make sure I cover everything so I don't forget anything to make it as simple as possible. Because like I said, when I was doing my credit repair many years ago and I was starting to learn and study and figure out how all this works, I had always wished there was something like this, a, a credit repair for dummies kind of thing where I broke it down and explained why and everything. So I try to do the best I can. But if I'm not making something clear, again, please feel free to email me. I'm here to help you guys out and get you to the other side and have a better life. It's expensive to have bad credit. My God, did I ever learn that. It is expensive. There was a time where I couldn't get a credit card or anything. I couldn't rent a car for vacation. It just stunk. So I get it. I know what you're going through. Um, it's very frustrating. It's It's depressing. All I can tell you is hang in there. It gets better. You just got to believe and have faith and, and, and you know, listen to what we're telling you. I, I haven't listened to the other podcasts that are available for credit repair. Um, I'd like to think the difference between us and them, and I, and I might be completely wrong, but I believe um, the difference between us and them is we're actually willing to sell you the secret, so to speak, um, letters and everything that really work. And, you know, a lot of companies may not want to do that um, because that's their secret and how, how they're so good at it. And they want people to sign up with them and all that stuff. And, yeah, sure, I would like to earn your business and everything. But at, this, at the same time, I want to help people because there was nobody there to help me when I went through everything. And it was very frustrating. And nobody was willing to, you know, help or, you know, sell me their papers that they use and all their letters and everything so I could kind of do it on my own. So I don't mind doing that. I don't mind helping people. I want everybody to, to live a good life. I think we all deserve it. But anyways, enough on the sentimental stuff. Let's get going with what we want to talk about here. So we're going to talk about charge-offs and collections. So you've pulled your credit report and you see some charge-offs on there. You're going to put that on your dispute letters, which we talked about in the last podcast. Um, and your dispute letters, you can put your late payments, which we talked about in the last one. You could put charge-offs collections, bankruptcy, and all that stuff. So you're going to put on your dispute letter your charge-offs. 
And let me explain to you the difference because some people may not know what the difference between a charge-off and a collection is. <coughs> Let's say you have a Best Buy card. I don't know why I keep using Best Buy as an example. I guess because I love that store. Um, let's say you have a Best Buy card and for whatever reason you stopped paying it. Maybe you got divorced, lost your job, medical reasons, whatever, and you just couldn't pay it and you stopped. What's going to happen is they're going to try to contact you quite a few times, either by phone or by mail or both, and say, hey, you know, you haven't paid this. We need to, you need to pay. Well, if you don't pay, either they don't get a hold of you or you don't pay or what have you. Um, they'll either write it off as a, as a loss um, and that'll be the end of it and then it'll show charge off on your credit report or they may sell it to a collection company and what a collection company does is they they spend pennies on a dollar for um, for the bill so let's say your bill is 1200 bucks um, they may buy it for let's say two hundred dollars they'll buy it from Best Buy so now that bill belongs to them and they're going to try aggressively to try to get you to pay money and that's why they're willing to say, okay, you don't have to pay all of it. We'll work with you. Maybe you can only, instead of $1,200, we'll take $800. They don't mind because they only paid $200 for that bill. So if you pay $800, they're still making $600 profit. So that's what they do is they buy bills and um, then they try aggressively to collect on them. Well, um, if you, I had a customer that had, I think it was four or five collections on his credit report when he contacted us and he's like listen I have four or five collections on my credit report that I want to get removed but I've already paid all the collections I don't owe anything they're all zero balance I paid them all off well that's a big mistake because if you have a collection that's on your credit report and you decide to contact them and pay it off that's great you've paid it off and it shows zero balance but guess what you still have a collection on your credit report it's still killing your credit score. Collections will kill your credit score, solo charge-offs. So you're better having a bankruptcy on there and having everything wiped out instead of having a couple of collections, believe it or not. Um, Learn that from experience myself. So you don't want to, um, you don't want to pay a collection because if, again, using Best Buy as an example, Best Buy will never see that money. The collection company keeps it, and for what? They didn't do anything except ask you to pay a bill, right? So don't ever pay a collection. That's just my opinion. I'm not an attorney. I can't give you legal advice, but why pay it? It's not going to go to the people who really deserve it, right, which is Best Buy or whoever the creditor is. So you have these collections or charge-offs on your credit report. You list them on your dispute letters, on dispute letter number one for the first month. You put everything on there that you got that's negative, right? So you're going to mail that out, certified return receipt, which you guys already know that because you guys are killing it, you're paying attention, and you remember, and you're getting smarter every day when it comes to credit repair. So as far as the charge-offs, I mean, not the charge-offs, the collections. By the way, if you hear thunder in the background, I apologize. It's storming outside. So with collections, when you see a collection on your credit report, rather it's a zero balance or... Ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollar balance. There's going to be an address associated with that credit um, collection company. So you'll have the collection company and their address on that credit report. So what you want to do when you mail out your dispute letters to the credit bureaus, you also want to mail out what's called a validation letter to the collection agency. 
And what a validation letter is, let me bring it up for you real quick and I'll just kind of read part of it to you. <coughs> Basically says, to whom it may concern, this letter is being sent to you in response to notices that you've sent to me from your, from your company, more importantly due to your erroneous reporting to the credit bureaus. Even if they haven't sent you anything, um, you'll still send this because you see it on your credit report. A highly negative impact on my personal credit report. Um, please be advised that this is not a refusal to play, pay, but a notice sent pursuant to the Fair Credit uh, Fair Debt Collection Practice Act, and it, and it mentions the section and all that. Um, and it's asking you to validate this bill because anybody could send you a bill. There's all kinds of fraud going on in the world. Anybody could send you a bill and say, "Hey, you owe this money, right?" So. What you're basically telling them is, I want you to provide me with the following. What is the money that you say I owe? Explain and show me how you calcul calculated that you say that I owe you this. Provide me with copies of papers that show I agreed to pay for this, like a side contract. Um, <coughs> identify who the creditor is. That means the original credit card issuer. So <coughs> it tells them it goes on and on and on. but. Basically, what you're doing is you're not saying it's not yours, but you're sending a letter to that collection telling them to prove that it's yours, right? Because anybody could send you a bill. Nine times out of ten, when they respond back, again, remember they have 30 days from the time they receive it. Nine times out of ten, you're going to get a letter back with a bill. Um, it happened one of my clients. Um, they sent them a whole year's worth of credit card bills for that client right okay well that's great there's a lot of bills here but I still don't see anything that shows that it's mine or proves that it's mine there could have been somebody who used my name who opened that credit um, on their own and with fraud getting my a hold of my Social Security send me my signature my signed contract saying that I agreed to pay for it that's what you want so if they don't send you that the first time we have a an escalated second letter that we sent um, for our clients that says hey you didn't prove what you didn't give me what I asked for you didn't give me what I needed again send me you know all this stuff so what you're doing is by doing this at the same time you're mailing your letters to your dispute letters to the credit bureaus and what you're doing is you're creating this paper trail with the collections which is going to help you as time goes on and I'll explain that in a second you're going to keep your mail receipts that you mailed out the letters It'll give you. It'll have the date and time that you mailed it out. You're gonna keep the cards that get mailed back to you, the green cards that get mailed back to you, with their signature on it and the date that they received your dispute or your your validation letter to the to the collection company. You're gonna keep all that stuff, right? I, what we do is we we scan it, file it in, into a file for each customer in a computer, and we get rid of the. We just shred the uh, the paperwork and throw it away. So we try to stay paper free here, but. You could keep a file, manila folder, whatever you want to do. Um, but you're creating a paper trail. So what's going to happen is your first month, you send out your, your first disputes to the credit bureaus. Your second month, I'm sorry, guys, I'm trying to be as thorough as possible. So I'm trying to make this understand as, as easy as I can for you all because it can get very confusing. You send out your first month dispute to the credit bureaus. You send out your validation letter to all the collection agencies. You'll collect, you will type up a validation letter for each collection that you have and you'll mail those all out on the same day okay so let's say you get a response back from the credit bureaus 
Maybe they removed a couple of the, the collections. Great. Awesome. Maybe they didn't remove any. Um, either, either scenario is possible, or they may have removed them all, which has happened to some of my clients that we've had. So let's pretend for this case, they removed a couple, but there's still some on there. <coughs> you've gotten letter from the ones that have still remained on there. You've gotten letters back from the collections company saying, yep, we verified that this is yours. Uh, here's the bill. Uh, we need you to pay it. So they did not provide you what you needed. Again, make sure you keep that letter you received from them. Keep everything. So again, they didn't provide you with what you needed. So you are going to send round two to the collection agency of the validation letters. We have two different validation letters on letter number one and letter two for validations. When you send those second letters, you will then mail out your second dispute letters to the credit bureaus. And again, on the credit bureaus, you will, you will dispute what is still left on your credit report that's negative. Um, you, could, you don't have to dispute the ones that have been removed. All right. So you send it. The dispute letters, the dispute letters come back and they say, yep, we verified it again. This is yours. We're not going to we can't delete them because it's accurate, blah, blah, blah. And then you get a letter back from your um, validation letters to the collection company. They say, yep, we validated it. It's yours. Here's the bill. But they still didn't send you that signed contract, right? So now what you've done is you've written the collection company twice. You have those receipts for each time you mailed them, and you have the green cards for each time they received those letters with a signed, signed and date of the time they received those letters. So you've created a paper trail now with the collection company. <coughs> you are now going to send your third dispute letter to the credit bureaus. Again, putting those counts on there that are still left. And you are going to put a note on that letter, on that dispute letter saying, hey, I have contacted this collection agency. And you'll put the name of the collection agency. I have contacted them twice already. Attached is my receipts and a copy of the receipts. Always keep the original. Attached is a copy of the receipts and a copy of the green card showing that they did receive it with their signature and date on it. Um, and this is proof that I have mailed them twice, telling them to please send me the contract with my signature on it because I do not remember this bill. And I need, and I'm asking them to, to prove to me it's mine because I don't know who they are. Anybody could send me a bill, right? Um, so here's proof that I've written them twice and they have yet to been able to provide me anything. Well, if they are unable to provide me anything, how in the world are you guys sending uh, able to prove that this collection belongs to me? Because they can't, they can't provide what's necessary. So I need you to provide me what's necessary because they can't. And they're saying it's mine. You're saying it's mine, but no one can show me that it's mine. I need you to send me proof. Usually by this time, they're going to start falling off now because they see that you kept well documentation. You've reached out to them. They didn't provide what's necessary. You do not need to send the credit bureaus the letters that you sent to the collection agency. What I normally do for clients is a lot of times I will write a collection agency and they won't even respond. They won't write back. If that happens, that's great. What we do is we send our first letter, they don't respond. 
Um, the collection agency does not respond. We then send them a 30-day failure to respond letter, which basically tells them 30 days ago I sent you a letter. Uh, here's the receipt showing I mailed it. Here's the green card showing you received it, and you never did respond to me. Law states, blah, 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 you have 30 days to respond. Uh, I look forward to hearing back from you. If they didn't respond to you the first time, a lot of times they're not going to respond to you again. If they do not, well, it doesn't matter if they do or don't at this point. So you've sent your your 30-day no response letter. You can include that 30-day no response letter with your dispute letters to the credit bureaus to prove to them that the company, that the collection company never even responded to you. So you're showing them that you sent them a 30-day notice that they never even responded to you. That letter you could send them because you can tell them if they're not responding to me and they're not proving anything to me and they're unable to and they're not even answering me, how in the world are you guys able to validate this and prove that it's mine, right? So that's why it's so important to keep an accurate trail of paperwork on everything because you need that as evidence. Um, and your receipts and your mail receipts and all that stuff. Keep everything organized. Can't explain that enough. Um, and there may come a time where you have to be willing and make that decision that you've, pri you've proved everything you can prove. Nobody's responding, whatever it is. For whatever reason, you've sent all four of your dispute letters, escalated as high as you can, threatened lawsuit, and they still have not um, given you what's needed or they haven't removed it from your credit report. You may actually have to take them to court, small claims court, it's not a big deal. And for every case that they don't remove, it's $1,000 in your pocket. So I'm gonna get on more on that on the later on in different podcasts where we talk about that, but it's not hard to do. Um, as a matter of fact, you don't even have to have an attorney, you could do it yourself. Um, me personally, I'd rather just hire an attorney that deals with that, but you don't have to. But we're gonna go over that later on. So <clears throat> with the collections and charge-offs, that's the difference with the, uh, between them. That's how you would handle that. Again, it's kind of hard understanding it through a podcast. If you need more information or clarification or something maybe I wasn't clear on or whatever it is, please email me. I'm here to help you um, in any way I can. But I hope that helped you out with charge-offs and collections. Another thing that I forgot to speak about with collections, you could have a collection which is a um, medical bill, right? Maybe you were in a hospital, you had some kind of surgery or some kind of whatever procedure. And we all know that hospital bills are extremely, extremely expensive, right? Well, that's a, those go to collections too. So you would dispute that like we just went over with the normal collections. The difference with that is Let's say you send a validation letter to the collection company saying, hey, prove this is mine. Give me the contract. Give me whatever paperwork you have. Well, sometimes collection agencies aren't always that smart, and they will actually send you a bill with the codes and everything of the procedure that you did, or it'll be spelled out the procedure that you did. Well, that's a great thing for you because now they're very, very well or probably in violation of the HIPAA law because they're now accessing your medical records, which they're not supposed to have access to. And we have a, a letter that talks about the violation of HIPAA that we would send a collection agency if they actually sent something like that. Um, and what you do is 
if they send you something like that with all your medical stuff, we don't even respond back to the collections. What we do is we send a letter to the credit bureaus and we send a HIPAA letter to the credit bureaus saying, hey, we try to verify it with this collection company. We believe now they're in violation of HIPAA, which is a huge thing, and we want this removed or we're going to file a lawsuit. Nine times out of ten, they're going to remove it at that point because when it deals with HIPAA, that's um, scary stuff for them. So keep that in mind with collections. It's a little bit different, um, and they may end up, you know, um, screwing themselves up by doing that. It's happened. So just keep that in mind. There are letters that deal with the HIPAA law too. So as always, guys, stay safe. God bless you. I hope you all are well. I hope you all are taking this first step to get your credit going and uh, live a better life that you deserve. I'm here for you if you need anything. God bless.